लेडीज एंड जेंटलमैन वेलकम बैक टू अनदर संकर्षण जोशी ट्रिप दिस इज योर होस्ट संकर्षण जोशी ऑन दिस ट्रिप वी आर अकम्पनीड बाय नेहा टपारिया नेहा इज अ साइकोलॉजिस्ट एंड एजुकेटर हु हैज बीन प्रैक्टिसिंग फॉर ओवर अ डेकेड ड्यूरिंग हर एजुकेशन एंड इनिशियल इयर्स ऑफ वर्क इन हैदराबाद शी वर्कड एक्सटेंसिवली ऑन चाइल्ड साइकोलॉजी एंड इवेंचुअली मूव टू डेली where she got to work with teenagers and adolescents neha is a parent herself and she has a vast experience in children's mental health so neha is also an excellent conversationalist and i had a lot of fun doing this episode hope you guys have fun <laughs> Asankarshan Joshi trip So yeah. uh Miss Neha Taparia uh welcome back to the podcast Thank you Sankarshan it's always uh, nice you know doing uh chatting with you talking with you and you know because we come up with so many interesting things when we are talking Yes and, yes so Thank you for having me here I am I am happy to have you here I am doing this uh so I am bringing back all the guests that were already on the podcast because i feel that whoever has been uh, on the podcast they have such uh, interesting things to talk about so <laughs> like i can bring them every single day and have like ev- like different different conversations so i feel Absolutely. like absolutely <laughs> like i i i feel like i need to bring them back and then talk more to them because uh, like when it ended i always feel like there is a little bit more that uh, that we can talk there is like so much we can talk so yes <laughs> that is what we ended our last podcast also with this is not going to end here i think we are going to talk more because yes. it was like forever we were just continuously talking yes <laughs> so i make sure yes. that i mention it on air uh, that if i would love to bring a guest back like i'll mention it right there because i want it to be on the record so like even if i forget like next time while like i'm listening to it or something then i'll make sure that i bring that person back how oh, nice <laughs> thank you i mean i was i was hoping i was waiting when will sankarshan call <laughs> because watching all that as like are abhi to i have maybe probably he'll call me and suddenly he'll text me day before yesterday i was like yeah, yeah i'll do it <laughs> no because like i even i i've been seeing what you uh, you've been doing uh, stuff right like uh, related to psychology related to uh, kids psychology like i've been following you on instagram so i keep seeing what you're doing so since then i had it in my mind that uh, like i wanted to bring you on and then talk about like what you're doing uh, could you just like brief whoever is watching or listening uh, what is the what is your new venture that yes. you're doing Yes so basically what happened i you know i was taking a sabbatical year right of one year i was not doing anything so i was uh, brainstorming a lot of things i there was a point uh, where i wanted to leave the field of uh, psychology forever and i was looking at options like i'll do something i'll do some zumba training i'll do this i'll do that and become some zumba trainer or become kids yoga trainer or something like that i, I was planning to do then suddenly um, one of the conversation so i have these uh, two three friends i really rely on okay 
and uh, so uh, talking to two three people like this while uh, right now i'm sitting at one's place i really rely on her judgment so kya karu kya nahi karu what should i do what should i try to and suddenly it occurred to me that i have worked with children i have worked with adolescents i have worked with and closely even when i worked with my daughter what i have observed is there is something uh, always uh, lacking with the emotional gapping that we don't understand how to you know really bridge the gap between our emotions see no emotion is right or wrong we just name it as positive or negative because of the reaction it creates right because negative emotions kind of create that urge in you to you know do something which you're not supposed to and positive emotion leave you in a state where you feel very good about yourself right so uh, and uh, there is another friend who is already working in the field of arts therapy uh, art therapy and then she is a renowned art therapist in hyderabad and she's my very good friend so while talking to her as well she's like neha you have to do it you have to do it she always keeps telling me this you have it and you just do i was like no i have to do some courses i have to you know uh, upgrade myself that degree is not enough for me she's like no no you already have a, you have um, you already have background in psychology right yeah so that is what she told me no amount of studies nothing will create that impact that you have with your experience because uh, i have been uh, you know and you know i am not a very bookish person confession <laughs> you know i don't read much so whatever it is it is from the surroundings i take i am uh, that montessori person who will take from the surroundings and implement so um, i was like theek hai i'll do and then when observing my daughter what i observed was she learns a lot when she and she expresses a lot when she tells stories and then not only her when i went around uh, observing children there was lot uh, when they you know when they tell stories or when they illustrate when they you know try to make it up like a metaphor something like that so i thought why not connect these things so this was just one then when i went on to read about it it was just one part of expressive arts okay your storytelling your drama your role role playing and all these things then there is art therapy there is this entire chunk of art therapy which collides with the illustrations that stories have mm. so then i got in seher uh, and uh, my uh, friend i told you about she's an art therapist here and a very good uh, very she's a holistic psychologist and she's doing some great work and then 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 also there was something lacking so i thought why not uh, you know talk to apurva you know apurva yes apurva was with her. Yes, Ab Apurva was on the podcast recently. Uh, so yeah, yeah. So I thought, oh Apurva, then I I just paint her one day, you know. Uh, Apurva, I'm doing this. I'm trying to blend in expressive arts to you know, and I don't know what am I going to do. I just told her this. I don't know what am I going to do. I just want to put a team together, independent team. We are all consultants who will be working together on a program. She said, yeah, 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 I'll do it because she has never explored with children. so she thought okay uh, this would be a new thing for her and i would do it and then when i sat and then i thought okay uh, i will name it as and suddenly let's talk emotions little kathakars was uh, always a name that was fixed to me i was always uh, you know uh, fixed to this name i don't know why uh, i started it so what does it mean I, it, it means so kathakars is little storytellers it's like it is uh, that is where kathak word has come so many people came asking me is it about kathak you know is it about dance or anything and it's like no 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 it is about storytelling that is, if you look at the real meaning 
so when i was in pune um, i just did some offline uh, kind of ghar mein offline programs for kids where they used to come they used to read stories and i used to narrate them stories and we used to connect and do some drawings and all those things so 15 10 to 15 children used to come home twice a week and my daughter used to really enjoy it that is when i came up with the name so it stayed it stayed there then when i did when i wanted to start this i thought i'll give it a platform as little kathakars and bring in more of emotional expressive arts into it and uh, then let's talk emotions came up because recently many children are also going through a lot of covid pandemic situation where they themselves are suffering and the parents have suffered the family members have suffered so there was no space and there is it's like a storm on instagram that people are trying to you know bring in that emotional revolution where you know you should communicate you should do this you should do that so uh, so when i sat together i brought in all the points you know so first thing under little kathakas that i thought let us start a um, six day program summer program because since it's summer let us give it as an emotional empowerment program where let us give it the name and uh, we all agreed upon and uh, so what we this is just first program that we started for kids and batches are still going on because the registrations are not ending and we want to yes, move on yes, to our next yes. program and uh, still going on just yesterday apurva was asking me ma'am so this is our last batch right of this particular program i was like no we have more registrations coming in and we have to so go. is it like will you guys move from one program will the same kids move from one program to another program we are planning to do that uh, because many of the parents uh, want to get their kids back with regards to emotional development because just th- this program just spoke about let's talk emotions let's communicate let's talk let's express and understand the emotions within us but they will need mentoring of how to react and when to react so that is what and we are not only going to keep this with children but also we are uh, going to move with adolescents and uh, we are going to move into adulthood and everything so slowly it is like a slow walk that we are trying to do because right now uh, to be very frank sankarshan there is a lot of competition also i won't i wouldn't say competition in a bad way but there are many people who are trying to bring in that normalizing normalizing process process in children with regards to emotions with regards to their communication because uh, the entire world has turned upside down since past two years one and a half year i would say uh, almost because since the start of and uh, the virus in china and then bringing it to the world it has been tedious for everybody so there is a lot of emotional turmoil everywhere so we thought this little emotional thing can bring so much of impact on everybody's well being no matter what because it is connected to your communication it is connected to your channelization it is connected to your psychological development it is connected to your relationships everything so that is when we came up with this uh, program let's talk emotions where uh, we blend in the art of storytelling illustration and uh, mindfulness activities for children to connect them with the present to make them understand what is happening with them right now and then we have dance and movement therapy uh, brought in by apurva where she will you know she kind of asks them to makes them explore their space and uh, the space inside the space within and the space outside you know her work 
and then yeah. there is Seher, who is absolutely you know amazing who brings in uh, a you know connection between colors and uh, paintings and your emotions your understanding when you're doing what is the it is the procedure that you should enjoy and not the end result so that is why so this is a very compact six day program that we are doing right now and little katha cards uh, is going big uh, we are uh, on plans i am going to launch, relaunch it basically modify it do a little facelift i would say to this entire platform and it will become skandha um and little katha cards will be a, a program rebranding rebranding yeah probably you can give me the correct term <laughs> because in the field and uh, it will become skandha and uh, then uh, skandha will you know have it will be a broad umbrella under which we will have programs for children that would be under little katha cards and adults we are still adolescents we are still trying to you know juggle between two three names kind of brainstorming but uh, yes uh, that is what so, the entire idea is so so basically what what is the age group of the kids that you bring in like what's the range right now it is uh, 5 to 8 years of age and 9 to 12 years so we are running into two batches uh 5 because uh, they get they blend into art of storytelling that time Mm. and uh, they kind of associate we don't we didn't wanted to bring in very young kids because of be, it being online you know uh, yeah, platform yeah, yeah. we didn't wanted that exposure for kids online already they are uh, uh, you know kind of uh, stormed with it so we didn't wanted that tender age to get into this where they they'll have to force themselves to sit or do anything from the age of 5 so to 8 they've already been used to this online mode of teaching yes, right like that yes teaching. yes so that is the reason we wanted to uh, bring in 55 also we at many times we thought it is too early mm-hmm. but uh, it's okay it's amazing that some kids really respond well even at the age of 5 and uh, to get them so the the main thing is emotional talking emotional understanding first exploring ourselves understanding the emotions within us expressing them and then normalizing them this is the entire idea of our program mm. okay so so there is a umbrella of a brand brand in which there are different programs right like in that let's talk emotion yes. is one of the one of the program one of the programs of, yes uh, yes so yeah. it's so beautiful because uh, recently uh, when i had apurva so uh, we started talking about uh, like addiction and then how addiction works and yes. then later on we moved uh, talking about like how dance and move how she is uh, used dance and movement therapy to help people in the rehab to come out of uh, uh, such addictions yes. and then yes at the later stage of the uh, podcast like while we were ending we somehow we stumbled upon uh, how uh, important it is for parents uh, to to parent in a right way so that that will exactly. impact the kids psychology like kids psychology is such a vulnerable and important uh, aspect of a kid's childhood so uh, i i i thought like talking to you about this would be a beautiful segue uh, to like this uh, child psychology yeah uh, 
topic so that that was the entire um, when i gave my introduction also uh, i you know in the in the post as well my daughter is the inspiration behind this entire thing because i see every now and then when she is you know expressing different kinds of you know her inner self and then it is very difficult to tap or anything me being a parent so i thought working with them we can gauge parents and working with parents we can gauge the children and that is what we need right we don't need we don't need smart brilliant children we we don't we our idea is not that we are we are here to build you know smart brilliant children who are very smart at talking and everything no that is not the idea we want that we suffered a lot when we were children everybody we had such emotional turmoils which we were not able to understand even our parents weren't able to understand but right now we have that uh, you know facility we had that platform everywhere where people are talking about emotions people are talking about psychological behavior of children people are talking about their cognitive abilities people are talking about people know it and then why not you know if they know it why not use it properly why not make them understand and expressive arts is a beautiful beautiful platform to actually make everything understand we don't need to correct it we need to process it that is the entire uh, thing we need to keep in mind we don't need to correct okay you are very you are a very angry person you should stop anger no you should you know uh, you should stop anger at once and you should get into a good behavior why anger is a way to bring yourself out let them bring out but what we can help is we can give them a channelization where we can make them understand if you are angry it is not necessary that you react in a way that you, you know you are howling you are shouting you can do other things you can remove your anger you can blend your anger you can understand and you can settle it down you are disgust you are you know and uh, so all this was the idea when we brainstormed when we thought why 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 children are getting into the submissive mode by that because they are suppressed and they are not allowed to you know bring out their anger so whenever i do parenting session also i tell the parents that is my entire idea let them express let them talk whatever silly however silly however angry however sad upsetting it is let them talk because you will get to know what it is being in that state yes yeah. yes so uh, and and also anger is a way of expressing how they feel right though so here when you try to uh, suppress anger that means that you are suppressing the means of expressing the feeling so you are not suppressing exactly. the feeling you are just suppressing the mode so that means that that yes. that feeling gets stuck in the head and then it uh, it exponentially increases and then there will be a outburst right at some point exactly exactly your sub your unconscious is building that iceberg that we what we talk about below the water level that iceberg is increasing so much and that it it will later on reflect in your relationships in your uh, career in your you know um, everything so it it affects everywhere so why not blend them at this early stage and abhi jo bade ho chuke hain unka we cannot do so we are trying to bring in something for them where they can understand it right now yeah yes so i don't know uh, uh, i don't know how much uh, whoever is watching or listening uh, to this understand the importance of uh, the child psychology because i grew up uh, like i didn't have any traumatic experience growing up per se uh, but 
but now when i look back there is so many things that i carry uh, within myself that have been impacted in my childhood like regardless of good or bad yeah. anything like i still yeah. carry them with me yes so and when i moved to bangalore so when i saw it's like when i was living in a small town uh, every you, everybody has the same mentality and everybody has the same outlook towards life but when i came to bangalore when i moved to a city where there is a pool of different kinds of people so i have talked to so many of my friends and so many of them are depressed so many of them are bipolar so many of them there is there is so many traumatic experience that has happened to them in the childhood and uh, that has impacted them to a level where their their insecurity carry forward to the teenage uh, adolescent and uh, and it's going to move to the adulthood too like we are almost in the early adulthood and people are still carrying the baggage with them yeah absolutely because that is uh, remembered in our last session also when we did our last podcast also i told you how important childhood is because whatever you are expressing will manifest in a way whatever you are experiencing will manifest in a way that you would never think would happen like there are children uh, who are left with anxiety issues not addressed because they have seen that is the things that are happening around them that built anxiety within themselves when we are born we are born very raw of course there is this um, uh, debate entirely about nature and nurture where you know you are trying to portray on it portrait on nature that is kind of behave is so naturally aisa hai or probably nurture he was not giving a proper he was not given a proper childhood he experienced trauma and when we talk about this current pandemic situation maybe some children have gone through some serious issues at home health issues where you know parents were away for a long period of time on uh, serious uh, health uh, crisis or anything so there is a lot of deep impact that is there because ch- children gauge they they get that vibe which they don't which we don't understand because we are surpassed that we don't understand now but they understand and you should see in the programs also that we do how beautifully they express their anger their they express their you know uh, the way when how when do they feel angry when do they feel happy it's so unique to talk about it so they understand everything but they don't understand that if they stay with it and not normalize it it will impact a long way run it is it is like a run you they have to you know bear through it but we as adults can make them understand that yes that is what the entire parenting or this thing and when we talk about children uh, adolescents or adults who are getting into relationship issues or who are getting into depression or what because their emotional needs are not met their emotions probably they have seen something they shouldn't be seeing like relationship problems at home family dynamics or uh, something that happened early trauma or anything so we we need to you know subject to and one channel act is very strong to bring it out is communication emotional communication through various modes yes and also uh... when you're a kid and when you're growing up you're still figuring out things right like you don't know what is right or what is wrong so when you say something is right or when you say something is wrong uh kids would expect a certain explanation up to why is it right or why is it wrong right yeah. and uh, when you uh 
they it, it, it's very hard to express how they feel uh, because like now me as a grown up like i won't call myself grown up but i'm like a older child now so uh, like now i know how to uh, like whatever i'm feeling verbally i know how to communicate kids they don't know they, they don't have a proper vocabulary like they're still learning how to talk they don't know how to ex- like verbally express so you guys using expressive arts i think that's the best mode to get kids express themselves because they're not verbally equipped yet yes yes they many times say uh, you know our spellings are not fine our girls that it's okay we are not here to check your spellings we are here to check your inner spelling i would say <laughs> inner sense yeah so uh, we let them draw we let them so one of the activities that i really do uh, one of the initial sessions i do is i ask them to look at themselves in the mirror and then come and illustrate what do they see you should see how beautifully they express because there are things which we which are not available physically but there are sometimes you know children say i see my self esteem i self see my self worth wow those are big terms you know and they are they are hearing and they are talking about it i see that i am a little shy inside but i can stand like this like a superman or anything and i send them back i tell them you see what you want to see not what you're seeing but see what you want to see over here how are you within yourself and then they come and draw so this is one of the strong one of the activities that we do but there are many others so uh, it is very important for us they understand themselves to be able to express in whatever way possible it's not only writing or talking through art through paints through movement through dance through you know role plays or anything through drama through play anyway and uh, i am uh, really happy that people are actually working in this field right now there are many expressive uh, art uh, art therapists who are you know bringing blending in this practice in their everyday counseling sessions everyday therapy sessions because it is need of the art and uh, that is what we need to do because children don't want to sit and talk they will never want to sit and talk you make one child sit for more than 5 10 minutes they will not talk they're like okay i have to go and play i have to go in this but give them uh, give them that music give them a paper and give them colors and ask them to draw whatever is coming out and beautifully they express that is what is needed that is what as you said you know vocabulary is not important at this age it is this that is important yes so uh, i've seen in my cousins um, my cousin has a really uh, young kid and then uh, okay uh, last year when i was at their home so they got into some fight so it's so funny like a one year old like two years i guess is fighting with a third year old mom like they, they, they're having like one serious uh fight there <laughs> and then okay. so, so uh, and then the mom uh i think scolded something and said like uh, like go to your room or something i don't remember exactly but then he goes inside the room and he starts like throwing things so he 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 goes to the wardrobe and then he starts throwing things and then i'm sitting there i'm thinking he's 2 years old what exactly is he thinking and why is he doing that yes this <laughs> <laughs> yeah so like i was so uh, like curious 
to know like what is exactly going on in your head that is making you throw stuff because uh, either i was thinking maybe he wants attention like maybe that that is his way of getting his mom's attention uh, or slash love but i wasn't really sure up to why he was doing that <laughs> <laughs> so what happens is it's very interesting first he cannot express by talking yeah he can only blabber or he can you know try to make them because and he is a kid no matter how much he will shout or try to talk an adult's voice will be more than his louder than his yeah an adult's voice so he knows he cannot and they they are very smart okay they will know no matter how much i will talk or anything because you get that cognitive ability right from the start and no matter how much i will shout so what to do yes attention seeking what to do? throw things and let them be attentive to me so that i am able to communicate that what i am what i want to okay and it's the easiest because uh, probably uh, we have a lot of exposure with regards to tv or anything like that where we don't probably we have seen throwing and getting attention or he must have tried that before and it worked and that stays as a cognitive uh, escape in the mind where you know i can do this again to get that attention back mm. right had it been it's you know addressed in a way that okay we will sit with you and talk now tell what is happening it would have been a different scenario altogether yes well you know the child would you know ad- adapt to some method and it takes time it's not easy maybe five times the child will throw things and five times parents would have tried to make him sit and talk to them but it wouldn't have worked because he learned that art of throwing things and that is also an expressive art i would say <laughs> where they are you know trying to and he's just a kid and uh, it is very important that kids express in whatever way possible it is very very important rather than getting submissive and sitting uh-huh. yeah it is uh, because that is it is not only home that they have to deal with start they start going to school or anything like that but yes once they get into that understanding proper channelizing channelization of into you know how you should express and that happens through stories that happens when they see their favorite character doing something like we idolize with actors actresses because you know our relationship goals are dependent on what happens on happens in movies and everything similarly kids also learn from their kids learn from stories when they learn to play those characters in their mind okay bruno did like this when you know this happened pepper did like this when this happened there are very these are very famous series peppa pig did like this when this happened so this is the way they characterize and they try to imbibe that is the entire idea of you know role play or anything like that so that is why expressive arts comes over here also and the child was throwing things it is absolutely okay but what happened after throwing things was he uh, addressed or not was he attended to it or not yes yes was I he know. questioned was he brainstormed why were you what were you feeling when you were throwing things so of course two years child won't be able to talk about feelings but just paraphrasing i know you were feeling very angry and you started throwing things even mama feels angry when she tries to throw things or she tries to get go into the room or bang doors or anything like that so it is okay let yes. us now sit drink water and play something together that is more important it's it's different with moms right because 
uh, moms get this gut feeling about what the kid is feeling. So as soon as uh, this thing happened, uh, like as soon as he threw, like five minutes passed by and then like 10 minutes passed by. So then the mom went and then he she she picked him up and then she hugged him and then she was talking to him. So here, uh, he was still See. angry, like, like he was still holding a mom, but, but he he kept, uh, placed his face like opposite, like he wasn't facing his mom, <laughs> just to show that he's still angry about with, with yes, what happened. Yes, yes. <laughs> so so that is, yeah, it's very, it's a very nice sight to end. I, uh, I'm sure you really enjoyed that entire scene yes. of, you know. It is like a movie playing, okay, this happened, the child is throwing and then suddenly this is happening, this is happening. And then that is how we build in trust. That is how we build in trust. That is how we build in relationships. You know, getting back to where you hold yourself. And um, this is what I need parents to do, you know, let the child express. I tell them if the child is crying in a uh, super, in a mall or anything, lying on the floor and crying, let the child cry. It is your child. Why are you embarrassed? You gave birth to your child. Nobody else, right? Why are you embarrassed? Let the child. Of course, if you do anything, society will judge. You walk in a particular manner, society will judge. But is it important for you? You are letting your. If the child is crying, if the child is throwing a tantrum, let them do it. Let them do it because that is the way they will bring themselves out, normalize, and get up again. Isn't it? What you what you what are you doing after that? When you're talking to them, that is more important. Like um, I'll give you an example. I started these sessions, right? All these. So in a day, I'm pretty pretty occupied. Like one and a half hour in the morning with the small with the uh, little uh, five to eight years one batch. Afternoon the nine to twelve years batch. So um, my daughter started feeling ignored. She was like, usually she comes and sits with me and she does the activities and all. But then she got bored. First batch, she was there. Second batch, again, same activity. I make little changes and do. But also, okay, I'm done. Okay, third. Then she's on her own. And then she, uh, one day while walking, I asked her, uh, Mama started working recently, right? So how do you feel about it? I'm pretty occupied. Even though it's just three hours in a day, four hours in a day, I'm occupied. But rest of time I'm giving you. But how do you feel about it? For one straight answer, she told me, I feel alone. And that is something which really, you know, brought me, oh, you feel alone. And what else do you feel? I feel nice also and sometimes nice alone. So <laughs> it is. <laughs> so that is what it's very interesting when you make conversations with kids. You know, um, so. This is what happens uh, when you're around kids. There is no inhibition. They will. They are so raw. They are so raw. They will not think about anybody. What the other person is. They will sit the way they, way they want to. They will talk. The, it is only when we start correcting them. Sit like this. Do like this. Do like this. That they become conscious about themselves. So still then they are not. They don't, they, it doesn't matter to them. They are fat. It doesn't matter to them. If they are thin. Anything. But till the time others are not stressing on a point stressing on that that you don't eat anything you are see look at you you eat so much you're becoming fat this that then they start looking and that is when when they build up their identity all these things stay within them but why do we need it we need to make them understand that no matter what what is happening with you emotionally is more important than anything else yes yes yeah. it's uh it's such a uh 
important phase because even when i look back right uh like you said the personality and the character building uh, uh traits so uh like me growing up while i was like 8 9 10 years of age like my 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 parents got into uh, uh this like network marketing kind of a business so where so that business was entirely selling like oh like passion like oh passive income like like like, like yeah. all the dreams ambitions all that uh yeah. so when i was pretty young like my parents uh, uh they had their own like dream board like they started talking about dreams they started talking about ambitions so i uh, like when i look back i feel like that has been such a profound uh aspect of my childhood because i used to go to school like whatever philosophies that my father told me about <laughs> like life i used to like preach that to my friends like you know this is how you're supposed to be like this is how so that kind of uh like defined how my friends uh, like turned out to be so all the all my friends they they're very ambitious so like i found like like minded people so we were bonding on that uh, on those aspects yeah that is what all social learning is all about that is what you build in with your social environment everything isn't it because you're learning you're seeing you're seeing the way you you know um, sit or you you know uh, do like this uh, you talk to people you react to them and that is what we have learned right from childhood you know how to behave with family how to talk to them when somebody is coming okay namaste karo this karo that karo and it's very it's very funny also interesting also even i used to do it i'm not denying when somebody used to come home like a family is coming home and i used to tell my daughter acha wo gana sikha hai wo gaake batao and ye karke batao ye karke batao i my daughter is like doing okay okay you know you know this and then suddenly now she starts singing in front of anybody so it's like she, they get into that habit and it's frustrating for them and uh, but yeah you learn from your social environment you are learning from everywhere and then there are some characters like you are strong headed sometimes and i believe it is more of uh, nurture that brings in your personality development than your nature yes i think uh, <laughs> it goes hand in hand like how uh, yeah yeah there is inherent uh, traits that kid kids develop like de- genetically inherent and there are few things that those surroundings yes. uh, feed the kid which will form it's like yeah in and yeah like 50 50 yes 50 50 and that is when we talk about uh, let's talk emotions so when when they are expressing it is bringing out their nature it is bringing out what they believe and then blending it with what they have learned from outside what their parents have told them what uh, others have told them how to be the family how to socialize this that they are blending it it's beautiful and they talk stories when they make stories about it when they express so yeah yes and, uh, it's a, it's a beautiful journey i would say <laughs> the other day i heard this uh, story somewhere uh, so back in the in soviet union there was this experiment uh, that was done on triplets where uh, mm-hmm. so this was a long yeah. lasted uh, uh, Yes. experiment where one uh, kid was brought up without any like physical form of like love and affection and there was this one kid who uh, who was brought up in an in an environment in a family where they showed 
love physically like through touch and then feel so like like when they grew up or uh, one of them i think two of them ended up like committing suicide uh yeah i don't know if i'm getting the facts right but uh, yeah like i think more or less this is how the story went if i'm yes it creates a lot of impact on uh, you know how we are uh, blending in our inner self and at the end of the day what happens is your nature your nurture dominates your social environment dominates because uh, your inner self unless and until you don't explore it don't understand it really you won't know what you are inside you will not know you are knowing yourself you are seeing yourself through others eyes isn't it now uh, i i i think i might think i am a very you know uh, low on motivation low self esteem person or i i'm not a very good orator so yeah so it is it definitely plays an important role and with that with that social uh, environment that we have we get the social environment we are feeding in what others are providing us feeding within ourselves but we need to bring ourselves also out right and that is when expression comes in place but you have to learn you have to express and it's it's all a circle like that yes yes yeah. it, it absolutely makes sense because uh, uh, when they're kids uh, they don't know who they are they're still figuring out what, like what are my personality traits like how like what kind of a human being am i because i remember uh, i was a very naughty kid like in school i used to get a lot of punishments i used to get a lot of mm-hmm. ass whoopings but yeah like that uh so every time like my teachers told my parents or they told me that i am uh, a bad student like uh because yeah. i am i am very mischievous so now uh so that was there in my head so then i started uh, uh like coining myself as a bad student so now if someone ask me like yes. were you a good student i said no i was not a good student <laughs> yeah and it took lot of time for um, everybody i think i think to understand to use the kind of words they are using in front of kids because back then it was not very uh, normalized now it is like we we are very careful when we are using certain words in front of people because some front of children even teachers are very sensitive to what they speak in front of children what words are they using are they telling them bad good or are they telling them it is okay so that plays a, a plays a lot of role because suddenly uh, we have all gone this uh, um, mental health conscious where we you know feel the importance to have this smooth lifestyle smooth life bringing depression low or anything because nobody can escape nobody can escape fever just that way nobody can escape you know uh, the kind of depression they might everybody as i told you in our previous podcast also everybody at some level or some degree are facing depression some kind of emotional everybody issue that everybody carries trauma everybody carries trauma everybody carries a baggage everybody even if we talk about a 2 year old like you talked told about your nephew where you know he was trying to throw he is also carrying a kind of baggage when he needs to get frustrated and do something about it isn't it <laughs> and <laughs> so uh, that is what is there i uh, i have seen kids i used to take my daughter for shopping and she used to be all over the place and it used to be so funny at some point i started laughing okay you want to lie down on the floor i'll go home and give you a bath it's okay you lie down but i need to finish my shopping i cannot 
go home because of you i need to but finish but you didn't but the choice of words when you <coughs> when you're communicating that is very important right like had if you would have told no you're a bad child like no hey people are watching like oh no what are you doing so that that, that would have scarred her for life like she she, yes. she definitely yes. remember that yeah yeah right now she's such a uh, i would say uh, many times she's such a bad ass that she you know she just <laughs> tells people uh, no you did this wrong you did this right and that i am not giving in to this because i think somewhere i played a role where i let her express whatever she wants to and then now she is like uh, no you i'm cutting with you because you are i am not important for you and this and it is public places is okay i mean what to do uh see we were uh, restricted in a lot of ways if not by parents at school we were restricted not to speak not to express and see what we are doing right now we are hesitant when we talk certain things but why should we be hesitant especially when if you're a girl open... right yeah and when we have an open platform where we have the right to express whatever we want to why not express but your choice of words is what you should be mindful about be it expressive anywhere expressing anything anywhere what are you expressing is it it is not about what people will think of you but it is kind of creating a mental pressure within yourself emotional pressure if you're talking about government if you're talking about people if you're talking about this that negative everything but at the end of the day you're leaving yourself pressurized over here oh i i am so worried about government i'm so worried about this i'm so worried about that why why do we need to worry why do we because we are only bringing that negativity and then we are only getting worried yes. isn't it yes about yes. the situation or everything so why not just normalize i'm not saying accept it express it show your vengeance show your anger but with proper words with proper things i right? remember i i i remember my parents wanted me to be good at academics like uh, so i i never failed in any of my subjects like i was uh, kind of like, uh, like i used to do this jugad like i never failed in any subject in my life because somehow uh, like i'll grasp something like on the way to school or somehow like i'll just blabber something on the paper i would always pass but i would never uh, like excel like i was never like uh, 98% uh, credentials or 80% credentials so i my parents always wanted me to like study hard i i remember this one day uh, i didn't score well in my uh, examination and uh, every time uh, i scored less my dad would either uh, like scold me or probably hit me but this one time he didn't uh, react at all like he felt so bad that he didn't he didn't even like talk he didn't even scold me he didn't even do anything that was the most uh, sad i have ever been in my entire life because every time he used to hit me like i felt that okay like you're feeling bad you're hitting me and then i am taking the pain like it's like a transaction so you don't owe me anything now so that day yeah. he didn't hit me or he didn't scold me i feel like i started feeling really guilty that here no. i am the one causing pain maybe that is what i was telling you we get into a pattern of transaction have you ever heard about transactional analysis no 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 what is it it's a, it's a very interesting it's a very interesting theory you should go and read about it so there are some aspects in that which you will really connect with this um 
people are doing a lot of they use it in their uh, therapy sessions it's it's kind of therapy also where we try to modify the transactions pattern of transaction that happens between people the social transactions the personal transactions there's something in the mind but you speak something so what is it is this ulterior transaction is there and then there is this direct transaction so um uh, so we get into that pattern of transaction where we are giving in and we are expecting something and if it, that doesn't happen according to what is the routine that it makes us think what went wrong isn't it because we that that is breaking the chain that is breaking the entire pattern. process of transact pattern so that is what happened with you i believe that time when it <laughs> made you <laughs> it it made you think that what the, oh, what what went wrong why sudden the shift of you know not telling anything and uh, this should have maybe happened much long back where he wouldn't tell me anything or uh, now that i'm so used to it that's why uh, there is a very uh, this belief or whatever it is there is this understanding in many families where uh, if kids are uh, you know for their mistakes if they are beaten if they are you know thrashed many times they get used to it and yeah. it doesn't matter to them acha mujhe to maar padne hi wali hai it is a very common thing in indian families i believe where you know <laughs> they get into this pattern are isko to aadat ho gayi hai ab mujhe dar nahi lagta Yeah. So What's the worst like that's that, gonna that happen? happen? Like once you're ready for the worst thing, like I'll 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 get beaten up. That's the worst thing that could happen. So I'm not worried anymore. Yeah, I'm not worried. I mean, you have to worry if you know you have never been beaten and some mistake has happened terribly, and then suddenly, oh, what is going to happen now? So that is going to be new for you, right? That is going to be new. That literally, oh, I it never happens. So this will be a very negative ex- experience for me, yeah. isn't it? True, yeah. true, true. And now, uh, uh, I think I was uh, pretty mature compared to my peers when I was in high school or when I was in my uh, preschool, uh, because uh, if my teacher is scolding me for not being good at a subject, I had a maturity to think that that's because you're not teaching me well. I I I I used to love mathematics a lot. I never scored well in mathematics. That's the irony. like i i love that subject uh-huh. but na- but i never really scored well that's because the way how you're teaching this subject is not uh how i would like to be thought yes yes and maybe that logical understanding that happened didn't happen that i don't want to go with the traditional method i want it like an exploration i want it like an uh, like uh, like a lucrative uh, subject for me not as a traditional method where i have to learn this 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 that's it and it is over so that is also one cognitive uh, pattern that we have that we be and that is that comes to nature also when we want to learn something and there are many different types of learners there are some passive learners there are some direct learners where you know you want you would want to learn something which is in a particular way and some are uh, some just go with the book and some want to learn from surrounding some want to there some are kinesthetic learners they want to see and touch and feel and then understand like I, if i would say uh, apurva or any other dancers who who would learn from their space who would learn from their movement or some are uh, learning from their you know books and everything like that so that is the reason yeah that is the reason that pattern did not happen like how you wanted it yes and i think that uh uh 
like me and apurva uh, on our previous podcast like we like when we were talking about this we uh, we mentioned that uh, it's we need to see parents as older kids because like everyone's going like we need to stop keeping them on a pedestal saying they are perfect like it's an un, it's a pressure yes. on them too yeah yeah pressure on them from uh, family from social perspective and that uh, we spoke about the sharma ji ka thing that they believe they are the sharma ji and the kids are their sharma ji's kids but every so no one is perfect no one everybody is as we discussed earlier also is carrying something which is not very appropriate which is not and which is okay as long as you make it okay it is okay for everyone you believe yourself and parents we we always say oh the parent is so nice the parent is so perfect all these parenting coaching happening oh i became a parent coach and all those things fine we are doing it <laughs> we are doing it because uh, we feel there is a need of that emotional gapping with the parents also but nobody is perfect no parent is perfect they are not perfect that likewise children are not perfect adolescents teenagers are not perfect nobody is perfect but everybody has to understand the emotional and transactional pattern that is there within themselves and that is the entire idea even with a child who is um, depressed will somewhere have that sense to understand that he is depressed right he or she is depressed if not how if not how will if you get anxiety attacks if you if you're anxious unless and until you won't understand and name it as anxiety how will you know that's that's when you know there is some sense into it that you are understanding that this is anxiety nobody is senseless everybody has some kind of sense it's just that that pattern has to be colorful that pattern has to be understandable true 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 and when you yeah. say transaction right like emotional transaction that pattern so so when i'm angry i do this and then i get this in return so is that what you're saying yes so when i'm angry probably um, what example can we take if i'm angry for example my age if i am angry and i am suddenly started shouting i start shouting or anything i show in a way that i'm not supposed to then what will i get the other person will also start shouting right so that is the transaction happening that emotional transaction i am angry i am forwarding my emotions to other person who might be in that state very mindful or very happy or very nice but suddenly the environment gets negative isn't it i am happy i, I am angry i know and it's okay to be angry i need to some i am not a perfect human being or a soul or a god where you know i i can be at peace this nirvana state all the time no i have some emotions that i need to juggle around but what am i doing with that that emotion am i throwing the ball at the other person to get the ball back in the return at the same speed or i am throwing the ball so that the person can come and give it to me properly so this is the way the transaction will happen right rather than throwing the ball and shifting the anger from one person to another yeah this right? will develop yeah. normalcy right like this will so now uh, if i see a parent uh, beating their kids uh, when i say beating like not like on a very uh, <laughs> scarring level i understand like, yeah like yeah. just like a small uh, small level uh, beating so to me that would be normal because growing up like growing up i have seen worse so developing the definition of normalcy is very very important because i want to say normalcy i would say normalizing hmm bringing there is a very slight difference we when we say normalcy we are trying to make it perfect 
or make it you know in a pattern that it will not happen again but normalizing is blending you know we are kind of bringing it at a level where we can understand sit and understand it will rise again no problem but at least we know that anger is okay sadness is okay being overwhelmed is okay but we are kind of settling down yeah true and uh, this reminds me of a philosophy like i read somewhere like according to our indian uh, spirituality all our philosophy right so there are like three types of karma like one that you carry from previous life or like whatever you mm. did from previous life and the second karma is what is being uh, what forms you as a human being like your surroundings so your surroundings define what action you will be doing so that is like a second type of karma that is being embedded in you and the third is what you do like literally what you do so it it the, this covers uh, holistically what we have been trying to talk from the uh, past few minutes uh, uh, because uh, uh, the first one uh, like there, there is a lot of uh, speculation argument like will you carry karma from mm-hmm. previous life but the second part is pretty interesting like the vibrations that you grow up in uh, like whatever you see that will influence your action your karma yeah yeah because again it is a social pattern it is a social learning that's why we stress so much on social and emo- sel social and emotional learning everywhere because what you see you learn if you if if for example if i if people would say that you know this is no this is red color even though this is white but people in my family will teach me right from the beginning that this is red color so wherever i'll go i'll say this is red color it's not white you are wrong because that is what i learned this is a pattern that i have developed so uh, that is the reason we what we are imbibing within ourselves comes from a lot of that's why we say the environment has to be positive the environment has to be mindful where you know uh, we are eating the right food where we are eating with the right sense right everything and that comes from what we are seeing our parents doing our grandparents doing our siblings doing elder siblings or our friends doing like that is and then what you how you react so if if you've seen that uh, there is a possibility that a child who has gone through a lot of abuse in childhood uh from parents or from any significant other and uh, might um not might not or might show abuse in a similar pattern when grown up towards others either absolutely so repeat the same thing or be an opposite version to that like there's not yes. there's, there's no gray yes. in that yes yes that is what is yes. it is all about i've seen uh, my my friends uh, dad had an affair so like so my friend's dad had an affair with like someone else so growing up he saw what his mom had to go through and then uh, so he uh, said he set out himself on a self righteous path where i'm like i'm never going to do this and uh, like i'll never uh, let my like for the partner uh, fall in, uh, like come to this state but ironically what end up having is so he was in a relationship with someone else but he ended up having an affair with someone else so so that like that uh, hit me so hard because last time when apurva was uh, on on the podcast like the first time she was here i i mentioned this to her and i told like how uh, parenting affects kids 
like they don't yes. necessarily have to teach verbally do this or do that they pick up all the things right he uh, he might have admired his father like i think this is what happened like even though his father had an affair and he knew that uh, like that was wrong he sort of admired his father for some weird reason i think that's how he ended up doing the same thing his father did yeah and that uh, that is very interesting and there are some theories which also say when we are choosing our partners right when we are choosing or when we are looking out uh, for if you admire your for example if girls admire their father a lot so you would look for someone who is you know uh, your you know not father type i would say but similar traits you know probably speak like your father or you know uh, have that mindset like your father or anything and the boys would do the similar thing when they admire their mothers or anything so that is what we even though we don't want to get into that pattern but somewhere we adapt to it we get into that mindset yeah and unless and until we don't understand that mind fully that this is wrong or this is not the way it was supposed to be we will not come out of it but we will get into that pattern anyhow yes we will I, get into I, it absolutely yeah. absolutely true and also i think that parents should ask themselves one question when you ask your kid to do something or when you say whatever your kid is done is it right or wrong on what metric are you evaluating that just because your kid yeah. doesn't do what you want them to do doesn't mean that they are bad yes yes this i i try to tell this to parents so much it is not entirely on your want you don't need to be friend first thing you don't need to be friend to your you need to just channelize and facilitate them and you don't need to be their boss where you are telling them you should do this you should do that this that that this this, this. give them an option let them decide that will make them decision makers let them so what and uh, oh by the way did i tell you i started career counseling also oh really yeah we will talk about it so uh, yes <laughs> so uh, when we are choosing careers when we are choosing careers parents want no my child wants to do medicine when i ask the child do you want to do medicine um uh, maybe i like science so this is the answer these are the answers i i like science i like biology okay and then i was like okay but do, do you want to do what are your other interests let us see and that is when we do the test and evaluate it's not all that you want because just because you were not um, able to do certain things in your childhood maybe you were not able to learn kathak or you were not able to you know uh, become an artist you are you in order it doesn't mean that you impose that on your child your child might be different just imagine your child might be like your husband or your other you know your wife who might have different interests if you have different interests your other your partner would have different interests right? so your child might be like your like the child might be interested in some kind of sport and not this that you want so yeah, it is very important and that is and when how do you understand that let the child express child will himself or herself tell that they want they want to do and, and also, uh, that's why so many yeah and also kids are such a pain in the ass like i know like i uh, <laughs> whatever mistakes i have done right i if, if yeah. my kid would have done the same mistakes i would be angry like there is no way uh, <laughs> there is no other way that i would uh, try to understand that but th- th- this is what i try to tell my dad uh, like like every time we have this conversation i know i've did a, i i committed a lot of mistakes 
but that that kind of framed what kind of person i am he couldn't have stopped me from making that like there is no way like he would have uh, stopped me from doing all the mistakes because uh, that would put me in a spotlight and i had to choose between do i have to listen to my dad or do i have to listen to my heart like what i have to do so i think that the parents just have to watch their kids commit like mistakes watch and, that's and also part. keep in mind that you don't know your child 100% you don't know your child don't think that don't tell everybody i know my child you don't know your child the way they can manifest if they are left at their grandparents if they are left at left here or anywhere one day away from them and then you will not get to know them through your um, parents or anybody when you have left them oh your child did this and you will my child never did that with me Yeah. but yes your child is like that i mean uh, you will not know that they just need a way to they just need a trigger that they can express or they can bring their bring that self out yeah. within themselves and uh, i think uh, this is where uh, a lot of schools are also i would not say failing but uh, i think they i would say they are failing to... like i would literally say they are failing <laughs> I I okay I will not say that on a social platform. I better not. But anyway, because uh, yeah, schools I think uh, they need to revise that pattern in a way that it is not competition that is uh, that we need to inculcate within children. It is expression we need to inculcate in children, however they want to. Okay, fine. Academics is okay. You need to get scores. You need to do academics and all. and it should become more of interest based academics more of art based academics it should become more of social learning based academics like learning the pattern learning and the uh, one thing that really really lacks in our entire system be it family system or education system or anywhere is the attitude of gratitude we are not thankful to things around us people around us or anything and that is that is absolutely that is not being inculcated anywhere even in families by parents or anywhere how many times do in a day do we thank others like okay thank you for doing this thank you for giving and me water meaning actually grateful right like so yes. if, if if my parents uh, take me to let's say if they make me do charitable things maybe by force but that would develop a strong sense of empathy towards people who don't have what i have yeah 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 absolutely so we try to take people to our uh, children to orphanage or anywhere trying to develop it but it can start right from home right when we are talking about social learning and the most important aspect i feel is in social learning is gratitude the most most important being gratitude to whatever is around us and it is not that it is new in our indian culture okay jainism talk talk uh, jainism talks about it our vedas talk about it our um, buddhism talks about it christianity talks about it and even uh, in quran they talk about it being gentle and gratitude and grateful to everything uh, entire thing like when krishna also says arjun that you have to accept everybody that is around and because of them you are here and they are here to go no matter how much will you get attached to them so this is one thing i think we really really need to inculcate in everybody because i have seen um, 
many times i discussed with apurva i discussed with seher or my other people also where you know they uh, pe- many people just come and use me and go taking information from me or taking things from me or anything talking to me or anything. a literal transactional they... based relationship yes but no but no absolute okay because you know i am i am i am always grateful to people i have interacted with because of whom i'm sitting here okay i was not i was not this person who used to speak so much even in school i was not, never given a platform to speak i was always an underdog where i i did not know anything and even in college i did not know only after college when i moved out when i got into the real world of you know working or anything i understood my true self that i can i can speak i can understand i can sense the surroundings around me i can sense what is happening and register in my mind and speak my you know experience and then uh, i am grateful to you for bringing me that platform initially and then now again coming back to me because it's because of people are like you or people around me that i am sitting here right now isn't it that, so i in unless and until i'm not gra- grateful to them i think i'll be some other person who is only one sided transaction i think uh, that is what makes you uh, the type of human being you are today because uh, i respect a lot like therapists in general like like good therapists genuine therapists like i respect them a lot because oh, like like it's a very uh, difficult task to to help it's a very uh, uh, difficult and it's very rewarding at the same time like where whatever you are making someone feel better no matter how much money you make being a therapist until or unless your patient uh, thank you genuinely for feeling better uh, exactly exactly that is one thing and that is the reason um, working with children is amazing because they are they are absolutely in their smile or in their you know body language or anything they are very thankful but then as they grow old they <laughs> learn and then they you know get into the pattern so it's very important that you understand that you are here because of many reasons and those reasons you need to always be grateful to you are here because of the universe you are here safe without you know many illnesses or anything because of maybe the vibe around you or the environment in your house has helped you uh, stay fit isn't it so there are uh, this is one thing i really really want um, parents or adults or adolescents teenagers students many students who are watching this be thankful to your teachers no matter what kind of a teacher you had good bad i won't name anything but be thankful be grateful because you know they are the ones who got you here apart from your parents apart from your other social circle they they helped you in a lot of ways either like okay. positively or negatively whatever they did that yes, framed yes, us yes. to what we are so yeah makes sense we, ne- we will not have if we, even if we have worked in number of organizations it's not necessary that always we'll get a good boss always we'll get a good boss who will understand as manager who will understand but there are uh, bosses who are even like horrible bosses or anything like that like really hard tasks but you learn from them you learn from them to you know how to get things done how to survive how to you know bring yourself out more and make yourself visible so that is the thing you are learning so be grateful and that is 
one one more thing that in expressive arts it it, it can be really channelized properly yes i think gratitude works best when you express it like so uh, either verbally or uh, physically uh, expressing yes. gratitude like that's the only way that you can show it yes absolutely be thankful to everything around you everything within you be thankful to yourself every day that you are you have crossed one more day with proper sane mind no matter how much and before sleeping and uh, one one thing that you know really works with regards to emotional expression or gratitude or your social expression is journaling that is also one thing i want you to you know uh, understand why is it important why are people emphasizing on journaling so much because you are reflecting you are bringing in your thoughts to one platform and making it in a notebook it's okay if you don't need to share that journal with anybody but at least you know throughout the day what happened in your mind what happened in your behavior what happened in your social circuit what happened and everything like you should be thankful to certain people and if you were angry you did certain things that you were not supposed to do and if you were happy you were so happy maybe you ignored a few things around you which you which needed your attention and uh, so you need to bring and understand that next day how these things can be turned and that is one thing that emotional expression really helps you in where you reflect upon your thoughts you reflect upon your emotions when you are journaling and you will bring it the next day in a better way not i would say better way but in a normalized understanding way that you will tap on your uh behavior you will tap on your emotions that way that's why journaling is so important and we do in let's talk emotions it's a very big part where we do journaling where, where we teach kids to journal right from this age yeah i i, yeah. I am pretty sure that that would help them organize their thoughts and uh, so yeah. now when i look back right uh there is so much that parents like we pick up traits from the parents they're going back to that part of the conversation my parents are the best parents i could have ever asked for like regardless mm-hmm. of all the as weapons like regardless <laughs> of all that like i am very grateful to them because uh, my father is a very uh, spiritually inclined person so anything that he do uh, like if there is someone that is spreading hate or if there is a relative who's talking ill about him the way how he deals with that right that has profoundly impacted me uh, there is a saying in our vedas it says sarve jana sukhino bhavantu loka samasta sukhino bhavantu that means that your wishing the entire uh, uh, entire universe well like, like you want everybody yes, yes. to be well so that's the kind of person my dad is like regardless of whatever anyone does he is very uh, he doesn't carry the hate with him uh, so like he has certain yeah. like spiritual practices that he does like that might be anything from working out to meditation that could be anything so he has yes. his own uh, way of uh, channelizing that like nullifying that so yeah like yes. that is profoundly framed me like uh, coming back to the parents impact yes and that is what uh, all these uh, gurus and uh, you know sadguru or take anybody they are trying to bring in this revolution of you know uh, under- spiritually they are trying to bring in because they are they are excellent attractors they they attract people they they know how to you know modify their thought process 
so uh, this is the reason why we are working towards nullifying ignoring that is not needed in our mind because at the end of the day it is our mind our body that we need to be selfish about not others okay if if you keep this same there is nothing that will matter to you if you feel that nothing there is a shield where i cannot let negatives impact me then that's it you you can do wonders for the world around you yes that's such a uh, beautiful uh, thing to say and i think uh, this is a very good note to end this podcast like what, there couldn't be yeah. any better ending than being yeah. uh, than ending it on being grateful <laughs> and showing gratitude being grateful yes showing gratitude so and uh... <laughs> <laughs> yes i'm sorry i cut you sorry. off no 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 nothing that's what uh, and this is the reason i was telling you i started career counseling because uh, that is where i thought if you're not passionate about what you're doing and you're doing it out of force then that leaves you emotionally again very disturbed and very you know kind of finicky like what am i doing because i have also suffered some kind of this is the reason i got into career counseling because thoda career ka naam lene se parents will come to me and they will say okay fine theek hai but that, not only it is not only career it is trying to make you understand your child or the person you are that what are the skills what are the interests what is the holistic personality and how you can modify it for a better living this is the reason the entire idea of bringing emotions career everything social learning into picture and i hope it start soon because i'm really I, I looking am sure, forward to this i i am sure uh, whatever you're doing you're going to succeed in that because you, you apurva you and then the other friend that you spoke about you guys bring in profound uh, experience you guys know you, you guys have genuine intentions like for first and foremost yeah. you guys are not in it to make money you guys are not in it to make name you guys are in it to to make our future like our india's or like our youth future better in a very indirect way uh by framing their childhood so uh yes. <laughs> thank you sankarshan thank, thank you so you. much thank you and, so much uh, for and, being here yeah thank you and uh, it's always a pleasure uh, talking <laughs> to you whether online or offline anything it's always fun talking to you because we bring in so much of thought process into it <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like um, uh, we have like a one generation of a difference so when me and you yes. we, we are agreeing on one single thing that means so much to me that gives me hope for the future because this is a segue like this is where uh, our like our generation and our <laughs> parental generation could come and meet like we we could have a better healthy future for for everybody yeah bridging the gap between everybody like how apurva said parents are mini children and mini kids and i would say children are mini adults <laughs> so it's it's together everything it's just the age difference that matters but if you talk to any age group they have some amount of wisdom that is there that you can take and you know get forward in life if whoever is listening and they would want to contact you or learn more about lil kathakas like where do they find you so uh, my page is there uh, which you can share the link on your podcast also yes, my page is there yeah and uh, uh, that instagram, is soon going right? to be instagram soon i'll be launching a website because i told you right uh, i'm changing the name uh, to skandha 
modifying like kind of facelift and then uh, it will become so eventually if they follow little kathakars that will get broader and that will become skandha and then website will be coming up soon where i will have uh, uh, on the website i'll have links to apurva and seher also if they want to reach out to them for particular therapies or individual therapies yes. or anything yes so they can reach to them as well even on the page i have mentioned their profiles and then my will be more focusing on career counseling mentoring programs emotional coaching and mentoring i will not i will not be getting into one on one counseling therapy sessions except if it is career counseling and i'll be more involved into mindful parenting and wellness programs for corporates and schools and uh, emotional programs for schools for children and for adults so this is this will be my but if they are getting into if they are getting into some trauma they want some trauma counseling or anything like that then i'll have leads to sir and apurva where they can reach them yes so ladies and gentlemen uh, please follow lil kathakars on instagram like i will yes. leave the link in the description and uh, you can yes. follow me on instagram too if you want to have a chat yes, about what i just talked <laughs> yes i'll be posting that on my page to follow you <laughs> Yeah, like you can just randomly text me on a Sankarshan Joshi trip on Instagram if you want to have a conversation about this podcast or anything in general. So thank I'm you wonderful. once again for being here. And I'll 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 not end with a bye. I will say we are going to meet again. <laughs> yes, because let's I love meet doing again. this. Yes, yes, let's do yes. this again. And this podcast will be on audio streaming platforms soon, so you can find this podcast on oh wow on Spotify. of geo sound and gana a sankarshan joshi trip